episode of 25 days of christmas an advent podcast where we take a look at a christmas movie or special every day until december 25th i'm patricia and i'm here with my sister carlene hello everyone today we're going to be talking about 2018's illumination animated film simply called the grinch based off of the dr seuss book how the grinch stole christmas this is the third adaptation based off of the grinch one that came out in 1969 another one that came out in 2000 and this one came out in 2018 and as we mentioned with our discussions of home alone and home alone 2 this is the highest grossing christmas movie of all time So let's see how this stacks up. So if you are familiar with How the Grinch Stole Christmas, you know about the story about in Whoville, a Grinch who lives up top of the mountain absolutely despises Christmas. He has his heart that is two sizes too small. He has shoes that are really, really tight. Uh, His feet are covered with snow and he just absolutely hates Christmas. But in this incarnation, we have a reason on- He hates Christmas cheer. Yeah, he hates Christmas (laughs) cheer. He hates the noise, noise, noise. And he hates the singing of the Who's in Whoville. He hates the excessiveness and gluttony of- well, that's in the other incarnations, mm-hmm. n- not in the original source material, and uh, certainly not in this incarnation either. Mm-hmm. He, there's a different reason why he hates Christmas, mm-hmm. but we'll get to that. So in this incarnation, The Grinch, we get a much more deeper focus on Cindy Lou Who, where she has a single mom with twin brothers, and her Christmas wish is that her mom can be able to live a much more easier life knowing that she constantly works and takes care of the family, and she wants to make her mom happy. So she wants to capture Santa so that she can be able to deliver her wish. And then in the meanwhile, we have the Grinch planning on stealing Christmas like he does in almost every incarnation. Yeah. And this is the year he's doing it because the mayor of Whoville decided that Christmas should be three times bigger and he can't stand the idea of having even more Christmas. Uh, Even more Christmas. Yeah, pretty much. So, yes, let's talk about it. So... And with this being the third iteration of How the Grinch Stole Christmas, how does this stack up compared to the others? Okay, so you guys remember I am no expert, and so my critiques come straight from a consumer's perspective. I love it. Patty knows I love The Grinch. Yes, you do. Uh, It's one of my favorite movies, and I... I watch it maybe twice a year. I do. I am one of those people that sometime in the middle of the year, I get a little itch for a Christmas moment, and I want. I would want to watch The Grinch, and sometimes I do. I'll watch it. Yeah. In, in the summer, I do it. Yes, she does. <laughs> she believes in the whole Christmas of July thing. I, I mean, I don't, but I do. <laughs> 
uh, I don't really go all out, but sometimes I, you know, I respect it if you have a moment where you have a little, you know, an itch for a Christmas theme. Yeah, that's fine. So and, I love the Grinch. I love yeah, the and story. now, now to be specific, which version of the Grinch? This is the thing. I I also love Dr. Seuss's writing. Yes, I like the Cat in the Hat. I love Horton Hears a Who. Horton Hears a Who is one of my favorite movies. Yeah, you know, I love a lot of the Grinch, and I've been to San Diego. <clears throat> and there's like a, a there's a cove where you're able to like see those the the orange yellowy fish that supposedly inspired and I've done that you know yeah Just, and we've been to Universal Studios over the years where they did have like the attractions featuring the Grinch so for to me the Dr. Seuss and his writing is enjoyable um, I love it so the Grinch, my favorite one, even I, I, I know Patty doesn't agree. I love Jim Carrey's version of it. Yeah. I love how like Grinchy he really is. He's feisty and he's a he's Jim Carrey. He's a genius. And yeah. He's a comedic genius. You cannot not enjoy. Yeah, know? we will discuss about that around either Christmas Eve yeah. or Christmas Day. That's one of those movies that I kind of push towards as close as I can to Christmas. Because it's one of my favorites. But this adaptation, when I first came out, I was a little disappointed that I felt like the Grinch was a little too soft. Like, I thought he was a little bit too kind, less angry, less bitter. Yeah. You know, like, um, but now after rewatching it again, I'm okay. I feel okay about it, you know? Like, I, I appreciate that he's less Grinchy than, than Jim Carrey's version. Hmm. Well, um, and we um, know the animation is beautiful. Yes, I, I have the to music agree. Music is beautiful. Yeah, I mean, let's be honest. Illumination. One of the things that they are absolute geniuses of is their animation. It is stunning. Absolutely stunning. The story is stunning. I love Max, the character. Yeah, you know? the, the dog. And I always tell Patty, like, if you love animals, then there's some hope in left in you. You know. <laughs> so the fact that like the Grinch was in this version so sweet and and loving to Max already shows you like he's just misunderstood and he's just like dying for someone to give him the attention he needs. He's like crying out. He's not really a bad guy deep down because, you know, in my personal opinion, the love that you need to love an animal means, you know, like you have a good heart. Yeah, exactly. And all the other incarnations of the Grinch basically just treated Max like a servant. Yeah. And there's a little bit of that here, but there's also more partnership and more love, I think, um, in, in, in their interactions. Um, and the Grinch is mean. The Grinch is mean in some scenes, but not in the way that you've, we've seen it in the past. Yeah. I mean, he does things like, oh, I'm going to inconvenience this person from getting the ingredient they need for their cooking. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm going to push this carrot deep down into the snowman's head so that it falls off. Yeah. I'm going to completely ignore this person who claims to be my best friend. Yeah. I, I, I think that like, you name it, I enjoyed it. This movie I love. Hmm. I'm not too crazy about it, to be quite honest. Why? Well, first and foremost... hard two sizes too small? <laughs> okay, I'm not that mean. I, 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 You remember what you talked about in Scrooge, A Christmas Carol, where they added so many things into it that it just made the original source material what it already was? To you have compl- to be mindful. The original source material is a children's book that's like, what, 10, 15 pages? Well, I mean, more... I would say about, like, maybe 30, but I, I can... I'm just saying, like... It's not a novel. It's not a huge, 
like wealth of material. Yeah, but that was what Dr. Seuss wrote. He wrote right. children's books. Exactly. So like I think that like I see your point. I understand, but in the same breath, like a a, a children's book that is uh, limited in detail, like you're gonna have to add some to create a whole story. That's completely fair, and I hear where you're coming from. The scene that kind of like said, okay, I see where they're going with this was the scene in which when the Grinch got PTSD when he was right in the middle of that big Christmas tree Mm -hmm. surrounded by all the Who's and then we got that flashback of him in the orphanage Mm -hmm. and hating Christmas because it reminded him of the fact that he was alone. Yeah. that we see that in Jim Carrey's version too. Yeah, but again, this kind of reminded me of why I felt that the Grinch has been misrepresented. You see, the Grinch hated Christmas for multiple reasons, but not for that one. Because that is the reason why Scrooge hated Christmas, not the Grinch. The Grinch hated Christmas for a number of reasons, such as the noise and such as the Christmas cheer just being too overwhelming for him. But not uh, Christmas did not like hurt him in that kind of way. Mm. So I was like, yeah, I mean, I get it. You know, they're trying to add more depth to the character. Yeah. They're trying to find a reason why he hates Christmas. And essentially, whether they've made him an orphan or whether they've made him an outcast, it's just the loneliness that he has where he doesn't feel like he belongs. And he is a different kind of who. Yeah. You know, there's there's beliefs that he's from a whole different other place and somehow managed to land here. Yeah. Now let's talk about the music. So Pharrell is not only the one who sings the new hip version of You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch, but he's also the narrator. Mm-hmm. So I'm okay with it. Uh, I'm not. Mm. Because in both of the incarnations of the Grinch, we've had these old British actors giving off the narration. And we've had uh, the amazing uh, voice actor behind Tony the Tiger to sing You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch, giving this bravado. Mm. But this version is like, oh, we got to make this song cool for the kids, yo. Got to upload it on them Spotify's. It's like, no, you're, you're messing with a Christmas classic. You don't need to do that. But Patty, this is a remake of a Christmas classic. You can't, you can't expect to like remake a movie and hold the exact same elements. They did that with the 2000 version though. Yeah, they, but the 2000 version, 2020, like 2018, that's almost 20 years later. There is a new generation they're appeasing to. I guess that's they're, true, they're yeah. Trying, and, I, and I appreciate that. Like they, they made this while holding still the integrity of the story. Okay, well that's fair. Because there have been movies that like literally take the story and throw it out the window and provide crap to you. To <laughs> That's watch. very true. Yes. This is still beautifully done. It it's is. The, it still holds like it's integral parts yet. It is tailored to include like a younger audience that probably weren't born when the, when the Jim Carrey version. Came That's out. true. I mean, think about it. If a child was born when the Jim, the Jim Carrey version came out and then they saw the 2018 version. I mean, they'll be in college. Yeah. Can you imagine that? I'm telling you. I mean, I just found a gray hair on my head. <laughs> my goodness. Anyway, moving on. And you just said yo to the, <laughs> for the younger audience. So I think I'm showing your age in more than one place. How do you do, fellow kids? <laughs> moving on. Okay, so let's talk about Cindy Lou Who because her version is different. So mm-hmm. in the original Grinch, Cindy Lou Who was only in that one scene in which 
the Grinch was going to steal the Christmas tree. And then she comes out and she's like, Santa, why are you stealing the tree? And then he's like, oh, I'm just going to fix this light bulb. And then he, you know, puts her back to bed. And that's literally it. Well, but Sydney Lou, who in the Jim Carrey version plays a big role. Too. Oh, yeah. She plays a much bigger role. And yeah. she's trying to basically remind the people of Whoville that Christmas is not about consumerism. It's about the giving and the love yeah. and all I that stuff. Yeah, I think that her character is necessary and it's good that both the two movies, we're not going back to the original 1960s one, we're talking about the Jim Carrey one and we're talking about this one. Yeah, so in this one, uh, she is wanting to to capture Santa so that she can be able to tell his uh, the wish that she has that she wants her mom to be happy. Right. No, I, I think it's important, her character and the fact that they've developed it and given her more of a storyline because through her is not only how the Grinch is able to recognize like um, that he needs people and community, but like like you're saying, like she's able to, she was that middle person to show like consumerism and how like Christmas isn't about gift giving. It's about like the, the spirit of being together and um, doing nice things for one another. Yeah, so in both the 2000 version and in the 2018 version, it was Cindy Lou Who that showed the Grinch the true meaning of Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and through her is how he's able to kind of like reconcile his disdain for Christmas. Yeah. And also like she's what who welcomes him in. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, it's it's really sweet because um like he probably like there's uh, in my my thinking, he probably feels a little bit uncomfortable. Like, you know, when you're in a new social setting and you have to kind of put yourself out there to meet people because you don't know anyone, like, you just feel so overwhelmed and so uncomfortable. And when someone reaches out and is nice to you, you just kind of, like, are so grateful. Yeah. And the fact that it's, like, Sydney Lou, it just feels really sweet that he's kind of, like, ushered in and brought in through her. Yeah, I mean, it makes a lot of sense because, you know, he's 53 years old. He's lived this lonely life for pretty much all of eternity. And don't tell me how old the Grinch is. (laughs) Well, I didn't say, I didn't tell you how old the Grinch is. He mentioned it in the movie. Oh, I didn't remember hearing that. He was in his organ and he was just like sitting in my 53 years. You know, how do I steal Christmas? How do I, Mm. you know, get all this stuff? And it's like, yeah, I'm not the one who said the age. He did. (laughs) I just want to believe that like the Grinch is ageless well yeah i mean like in this incarnation he's 53 Mm. but i'm sure in like the jim carrey version Mm. and i'm sure in the original version he's ageless so i don't know like i don't i want the who's to have ages and i don't want the who's to i know they do but yeah yeah but i just feel like the the whoville is like a magical place i mean it is a magical place because it is a tiny place that's located either inside of a snowflake as we saw in the jim carrey Mm. version or it's in or is in yeah, or it's in a spec just like it was in the um, Horn in Horn Hears a Who mm-hmm. exactly. So it is literally a magical place. I love it. So yeah, that that just gives you that sense of wonder yeah. and awe. Yeah. Which makes Whoville such a wonderful place to be in. Yeah. Even though I must admit, like the Grinch is not as Grinchy, and you know um, there are little pieces like Patty was saying like. I know that um, Martha... Yeah, the, uh, Martha, Martha... Martha May? Yeah, Martha May. I think that's... She's not original to the story. I really liked that they had that character there. Like, it's so funny that she's, like, secretly in love with the Grinch. And he's, like, doesn't see it. And she's always, like, 
fawning over him. Yeah, she so finds I, him, I like, been, really fascinating. Yeah, it would have been really cool to see that in animation form, but... But, again, wasn't in the original yeah, source material. But it would have been cool to see what kind of... How they developed that. Um, I guess they wanted to give more focus on Cindy or something. Yeah, but honestly, I love this movie. Mm, fair enough. All right, so let's rate it in terms of watchability. Every year, every few years, or once and ever again. It's an every year for me, and... Be careful, because in July, it might come back around. (laughs) I would say I would have it like every few years. Really? Well, you know, for someone who doesn't really like it, I guess that's okay. Yeah, I mean, I would actually... I just think you just don't want to like The Grinch. No, no, no. I do like The Grinch. Mm -hmm. And and here's the thing. I'm even growing more fondly of the 2000 version. It's just that the 2018 version... I mean, maybe the, I feel it this way for a lot of Illumination movies, but, you know, they have really great animation and music, but I think they're lacking in story. Yeah, like, um, I wasn't too crazy about Secret Life of Pets uh, because I felt that the story was a little bit too basic. You know, it, and it's like, maybe I agree with you. Like, that movie had the possibility of being so interesting. Who doesn't want to see The Secret Life of Animals? Yeah, exactly. I hear you. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I think that this movie is a movie that I'm definitely adding to my yearly... You mean, like, for every six months? <laughs> if I can. <laughs> All right, let's rate it. How many Santas? Ooh, this is hard. Um, I mean, remember, you also have the 2000 Grinch to compare it to yeah. when we talk about it later. I think I'm going to go with, like, a 4.7. Really? That high? 4.6. I really like it. Wow, I can't wait to hear about your score for I when just... we talk about the 2000 Grinch. I know. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to give it a 3. Okay. Yeah, okay. because like I said, I'm not too crazy about a lot of things that they added into it, but the things that they did have in it, such as the animation and some parts of the characters, I really did enjoy. Yeah, so I enjoyed this movie. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to score it based off of that. All right, so that is our discussion of the 2018 incarnation of The Grinch by Illumination. Let us know in the comments below about your thoughts of it. Are you like me and weren't too crazy about it? Are you like Carlene who absolutely loved it and would watch it twice a year? Uh, Or maybe you were one of those people who actually prefer the 2000 version of The Grinch or the 1969 version of The Grinch. So um, like we said before, this isn't the last time we're going to be talking about The Grinch. We will come back to it either around Christmas Eve or Christmas. So um, let us know also about if there are any Christmas movies or specials that you want to recommend watching, uh, that you want us to watch. We probably won't be able to get through every request, but we promise we'll do our best. So until then, we hope to see you tomorrow. Take care. Bye, guys. Gaze upon the sky Christmas on my mind Somewhere from a place up high above There's a song of love Traveling afar Seeking us to warm up air